On this episode of This Is Game Boy, Batman does use guns. Welcome back to a brand new episode of This Is Game Boy, another one that we are recording live on RGL TV. So everybody watching us right now, welcome, welcome. Say hello in the chat if you want to. Um, yeah, we're back after a little bit. I don't know when we recorded the last one. It hasn't About been, a month ago. Yeah, I, I think it actually has been a month since the last one. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're back Last time we didn't do it live because we couldn't, because I think there was something else going on on uh, RGL at that point. But uh, so yeah, we're we're live again, so you can actually see us doing this or see us on YouTube later on when this episode gets uploaded. Um, so usually we just go through this with what we have been up to, um, but I literally haven't done anything. <laughs> when it comes I, to I've done game. stuff though. Uh, so I, yeah, I don't know. Like I played a little bit of Mega Man Legends, and that's it. Like maybe an hour or two uh, the past month. And, uh, Mega Man Legends. Yeah, so. yeah I, I love that game, and I saw somebody else play it, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I want to play it again. So so I did. Uh, well, for a little bit. Uh, maybe a little bit more later, but yeah, for me, still the same as I said last time. Like my life is a changing so i just don't have that much time for video games anymore um it later on there will be more time again but right now i just can't be bothered to do it uh, and i don't have the need to do it either like i'm a busy person so uh with, with better things than playing video games all day so yeah i, I, I haven't done uh, anything like that at all um and more very Fun changes are coming up very shortly for me, uh, which is something I'm really excited about. So uh, that's cool, at least. Um, but yeah, it, that's it, awesome. Yeah, it doesn't really reflect on anything for the podcast, of course, which is a podcast about video games. And if you're not playing video games, that, that, that's not very useful information, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that's my part. I play a little bit of Mega Man Legends. There we go. Oh, what have you been up to? I, uh, so, well, okay. So, the new WoW Classic patch came out on Thursday. So, obviously, I've been going hard into WoW Classic again. But, um, beyond that, I pl I recently just replayed through Batman, the game that we're going to be talking about today. Right, right. And I played through, um, Batman and Robin on the Sega Genesis, mm -hmm. which, by the way, that's a game. Um... Let's see, what else did I do? I did... I've watched all the Batman movies... Oh, boy. ...before the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> boy, did I forget how bad George Clooney was mm -hmm. as Batman. <laughs> um, and uh, what else have I been doing? Oh, I went to GDQ, obviously. Uh, really didn't talk about that at all. Uh, well, I guess we don't even do that late that much anymore. But uh, that's another conversation we have later on. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, I went to GDQ. GDQ was great. Um, I got to get to see a bunch of old friends that I got, haven't gotten to see in the last, you know, three or four years. Uh, got to meet 
uh, I finally got to put faces to names. Mm-hmm. Um, so I finally got to finally got to meet Final Cat and and all them at uh, at GDQ. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, been been wanting to meet them for a while, and uh, we did like a little nest block thing as well too at GDQ. Just you know, group of NES runners that do a little you know, a little mini marathon, so to speak, at GDQ. That was that was a good time. I think I ran. Uh, I did caveman games. Uh, where's Waldo and the Little Mermaid? Okay, so <laughs> so it was you know it's, it was pretty fun. I I enjoyed it. Uh, definitely, I I'm not I'm so I, I don't take vacation very much from work. Uh, so I was like, all right, taking a vacation for the first time in like since COVID, mm-hmm. and uh, I was definitely wore out socially, like mentally. I was pretty wore out by the end of it, just because right. like I haven't been. I haven't been that social in, since 2019, uh, <laughs> the last GDQ I went to before that. So uh, it was uh, it was awesome. It was meant it was draining, uh, but it was very cool to see um, the some of the new newer GDQ staff, you know, put into play and kind of see what the future of GDQ is meant to bring and. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm pretty optimistic about them, honestly. Uh, I I have my gripes, you know, about GDQ, but uh, everyone's gonna have gripes about something. So, uh, but I I think GDQ is on a very good path right now of uh, expanding, growing, getting cool sponsors. Uh, their setups recently have been, you know, physical setups have been much much better <laughs> than what they were when I used to run. On GDQ, uh, now they actually have like dedicated like runner chairs and nice. actual like dedicated like chairs for like the commentators now, and not just these hard as hell like hotel chairs <laughs> that you sit in every day and have no padding in them. And yeah, they're they're actually they they're they're putting a lot more uh, focus on on the the stage appearance and the the runner comfort. It seems like now, which is absolutely fantastic. Something that needed to be done back in 2016 when I ran Dreamland with True Shade and Proto. So, um, been a long time coming. But, uh, yeah, I know the event was awesome. The one thing, I think my biggest gripe with the event was, was so much not with the actual event itself, but just like, so like, I think it was the second night we were there. Uh, Gigas Blues, myself, and I think a couple of uh, Starwind, maybe. We were sitting there. We were watching someone play uh, Wayne's World's uh, Super Nintendo. We were watching the person practice in the practice room. And uh, I was just being on being me, and I put on Wayne's World Game Boy and put in a bunch of the Easter eggs into that Wayne's face as like jump all over the screen, just being a, just being one of those people. Because yeah. uh, it's like 2 in the morning. And... Uh, this kid in front of us like collapsed. We're just like, oh, holy shit! <laughs> like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> okay. Uh, it, come to find out, like, apparently he was like dehydrated, like has, didn't eat the entire day, just spent his entire day at GDQ, uh, playing games and hanging out with people. And I'm like, like, but you're maximizing time, bud. But like, man, you need to take care yeah. of yourself, you know. And the problem, and one of the problems is, is that they have water jugs out there. But like they very since they're sponsored by Red Bull, mm-hmm. they very heavily promote Red Bull. And like when I went to go get checked in, like one of the one of the people asked me like, "Hey, do you want a Red Bull?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, I do not want a Red Bull at 
you know, four o'clock in the afternoon. No, thank you. But there's Red Bull tanks, you know, kind of spread out all over. You can ask a staff member for Red Bull. Like it was just like you could just get fed Red Bull. Right. And uh it's not great for you, it mind you. It doesn't matter if it's sugar free or not, it's not great for you. So my one of my probably my biggest gripes is just like the lack of attention to maybe health for people. And you know and like I if you if I if I if you asked me or you know said anything mentioning that back in like twenty nineteen, I would have called you an idiot. But like now that I'm nearly 36, I kind of think about that stuff a bit more. And I'm just like, man, like, yeah, there's like nothing healthy at GDQ in terms of like refreshments or taking care of yourself or anything. And I get that, you know, it's an organization. Like they're not going to sit there and babysit you and make sure you eat and drink water. But also at the same time, you shouldn't be feeding just people Red Bull without knowing if they have a reaction to it mm-hmm. or not. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what it is. But, but uh, I've been doing. So I did obviously I did a bunch of that stuff. Um, Gygus was cool, uh, fun to hang out with him per usual. He gave me some Shin Chan swag. It's sitting back there on the shelf right now. I got an Action Bastard figure from him uh, with Shin dressed up as Action Bastard as well. So. Yeah, I saw the pictures uh, of that. That's really, yeah, really cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Mm. So cool. Um, yeah, you know, played played some games with Infinite Mystery. I played Turtles in Time for the Super Nintendo for the first time ever with Infinite Mystery. So um, it was awesome. cool. It was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, beyond that, for video game-wise, uh, I, oh, I did uh, uh, Grimace's Birthday, the... Uh, unlicensed Game Boy Color homebrew from McDonald's. Oh, right. I, I forgot about it. <laughs> the, the, the newest addition to the to the unlicensed homebrew scene. Uh, it, it's it's incredibly short. It has a small story to it, but it's incredibly short. But, man, it's super fun. And the music in it has no right being as good as it is. <laughs> okay. The music in it is way too good for what it, what it should be. Um... But uh, I threw some speedruns at that. I was top 10 for a while, and then uh, apparently the developer said, hey, you can do a bunch of stuff here. And you, know, like, you can apparently skip levels and skip uh-huh. things like that. With, like, with, And then now like the game is down to like three minutes. So. <laughs> That's literally um, it, Yeah. So, but uh, super fun game. I highly recommend checking out. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a web-based game. You can also get the... Uh, the ROMs for it as well too. It got rebuilt in Game Boy Studio Three, mm-hmm. uh, so you can actually get the GBC or the GB ROMs for the game. So that's all. Highly recommend checking it out. It's pr- it's pretty fun. It's more fun than it should be. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, and I also did. Uh, I also played a Little Mermaid on Game Boy as well too. It pretty much I kind of in prep for uh, the Conot we did yesterday. Um, so yesterday on RGL we did. Uh, the Little Mermaid NES any percent uh, one night only tournament, which uh, Infinite and I put on and commentated yesterday. So uh, and we had eight runners in that, so we had seven rounds of Little Mermaid. Um, crazy good races, awesome runners all around. So that was a that was a super fun time. So my my voice is a little little jank today from talking about that you know all day and now going into the podcast today. So uh, yeah, that's always. Rub on the voice. And meanwhile, yeah. it's also still Heatwave City everywhere. 
Oh, it's hot it's, here. It, it's ridiculous. Like, this is, I think, the warmest day that we've had in two weeks. Uh, or this, at least the second uh, hottest day. And thank God it's the final one. Now it will go back down to normal temperatures, like 24, 25 Celsius, which is perfectly fine for this time of year. But it has been like 30 for two weeks and everybody is like tired because of a lack of sleep and getting cranky. And it's it, it hasn't been a fun time at all. Like even at work, like... For some reason, the previous director got rid of all the air conditioning on the first floor, which is where I'm. Nice. Where I am. I mean, it has to do with like the whole COVID thing, of course, because like you couldn't use it back then, and it was yeah, just yeah, wasting yeah. money. Yeah. But they got rid of it completely. So yeah, now it's it's just not fun sitting there all day let me just tell you like one day i even had a migraine attack because of the heat uh just Ugh. in the building so yeah it's it's been great uh yeah our, our power grid has been suffering pretty hard here because it's been very hot and humid yeah. uh where i am so uh uh when i was at work friday someone uh, a, a, a transformer popped and uh I was like, I was in the middle of setting up workstations. And I walked into like the big conference room, which is the only room in the office that doesn't get organic light from the outside. Mm. And as soon as I walked into that room, the power went out. So it was literally like a horror movie. Like you just hear this, boo! Like all the all the lights go down. Then all this beeping and like like sirens going off because like all the batteries and the fire alarms going off and everything else. It, it was li- literally like a horror movie. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. I was ready. Uh, <laughs> I've watched enough horror movies to know what to do. So uh, <laughs> it was it was pretty cool. But uh, it was also almost like oh great. It, it, but that means the ACs get turned off because there's no power. Which means yeah. now I'm literally like cooking basically in the uh, in the office. Mm-hmm. I was like I'm just like drenched in sweat, like trying to set up computers and stuff, and uh, <laughs> that was pretty pretty miserable. Like I was telling Ed right before we went live, I was like, one of two things could happen: I could lose internet, which has been pretty consistent, or I lose power because someone someone blew a transformer from the air conditioner going on. <laughs> so amazing, <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's been too much like it can stop now for the rest of the year thank you please it can it it rained here last night so it's not as bad outside but uh yeah we had, it, it'll get it'll get bad again yeah we had one day of rain earlier this week which was a godsend to be honest like it was one day i could sleep well but like last weekend i was supposed to go to a festival um but i like I knew from last year there was another heat wave uh, during that festival but then it was like 36 degrees Celsius um everybody was like never in my life am I doing that again because it's just not fun like there there's no shade anywhere on on the festival ground um if you go into like the tents or marquees where the where the stages are it's even worse uh you do not get any sleep there either um so i was only gonna go for one day i mean like that's more than enough for me i'm too old to spend four days in a tent at a festival um but yeah it it was like yeah it's gonna be 30 and i was like nope i'm not going 
I, I'm not gonna have any fun there. Um, so no. I went to the beach instead, which helped a lot because it was yeah. it was like only 22 degrees there. So that was uh, a very very good uh, substitute for not going to the festival. Oh, yeah. It, it, crazy how much how we get older is like now nah, we're not we're not doing that anymore we're done yeah like it, it's but, just not fun like no for, like if from I was, noon till if I was midnight, in my 20s yeah if i was in my 20s I'd be like yeah let's do it i'm all for it but yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah not anymore yeah get it getting too old for that shit um, yeah, way too old. <laughs> Speaking of getting too old for some shit, uh, which yeah, no, actually, <laughs> this has nothing to do with it. But um, so people who have been following us uh, might have noticed that there haven't hasn't been a light episode in between uh, the previous one and this one. Um, that is basically because we decided uh, for one reason we really do not have much time anymore on our hands to do it, um, and. The, the other reason is, like, it's sometimes very hard to come up with ideas for a light. Um, yeah. Like, sometimes we really play a little game that's like, okay, we can talk about this on our own. Um, we, we don't need to talk with two people about it. But um, as we have been playing less as well, we do not come across that many games like that anymore. Um, and yeah. We're kind of getting through the library as well, basically. Like, okay, I'm, I'm like... 510 games in or something that's still a lot to go of course but um but yeah we decided look we were just gonna spend the time that we do have to record these ones uh on the actual episodes um because we're also trying to do it live and we have to look at the schedule of rgl for starters we have to look at our own schedule um it's just easier to plan for us to make one big episode and if we do ever find the need to talk about something on our own we will record a light because we don't have to schedule around anybody else in that matter um like we can just do it when we have the time of course um so yeah from now on out there will be no scheduled light episodes anymore we might still do some um later on but uh, for now we're just gonna do the main episodes once a month hopefully oh. yep yeah all right, we did it. We did it. It's it's still under twenty minute intro. Yeah, and I still haven't had to use my uh, bathroom towel. I'm still holding on. <laughs> my voice is going away. I can already tell, just because I had to because turn, my throat is so dry. I I, <laughs> I had to try, I had to turn the AC off before recording. Otherwise, like sort of getting mad from all the background noise. Yeah, I turned off my fan here as well. So. <laughs> But yeah, it's, I can feel it getting hotter. Because I also had to turn yeah. on the lights, which is not fun. Plus, there's two screens in front of me uh, blowing heat into my face. So it's it's, it's fun. Only two? Only two yeah, screens? Yeah, but one is like really okay. big. And <laughs> it's my TV, the other screen, <laughs> which is pretty big. So yeah, it, it's... My t-shirt is sticking to my uh, extremely hot body. And I mean that in hot as in temperature. Because, come on. <laughs> no <laughs> somebody All might right. disagree with that statement but, <laughs> 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 but 
Well, let's not get into that. Um, yeah, let's get into the game of this uh, month, let's say, or this episode, which is, of course, you've already heard, uh, Batman, the video game for Game Boy. So, right after this short break with amazing music from this game, we'll be right back to talk about it. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that title, title song from Batman. I was, I, I was telling Mo during break the Batman music is, I forgot how good it was, mm. and I literally just played the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, Batman, uh, or rather, Batman the video game uh, was released April thirteenth, nineteen ninety, uh, in Japan as just Batman. And then in June 1990, uh, in the U.S. and in Europe in 1990 sometime, uh, as Batman, the the video game, uh, developed and published by Sunsoft, so you know the OST is probably going to be he's slapping pretty good. Uh, composer is, oh God, we love Japanese names around here. Naoki, is that O? Naoki Kodaka? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh my, I'm so so good at Japanese names. <laughs> uh, we can thank them for such hits as Batman, is that for the NES? Yep, Batman for the NES. Uh, Journey to Silius, which if, if you've all never heard the OST to Journey to Silius, <clears throat> after the episode today, uh, definitely go, uh, go check that one out. Uh, Batman Return of the Joker, which I thought the OST for that was actually pretty pretty good. Spy Hunter... Uh, they definitely have been been around the uh, the Sunsoft uh, hotness for a while. So yeah, Blaster Master, Fester's Quest, yeah. uh, Gremlins Two, the new batch, like it, all those tracks that you probably can dig off when it comes to Sunsoft music. Uh, they definitely had a hand in it some somehow. Yeah. Uh, this is an action platformer with with a couple of shoot 'em up stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a multi-genre video game, even. So kind of, yeah. You can you can call it that, maybe. It's main, mainly an action platformer. It is mostly a platformer, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the plot, like <sighs> the plot described in the in the booklet, is like basically the plot of the movie. Um, even though you're playing through the movie, kind of. Uh, so it's kind of weird that they written down literally everything that happens in the movie. <laughs> Especially because they're referencing people that don't even appear in a video game. <laughs> like, it, it, it's dumb, but whatever. It's a tie-in to the Batman movie, of course. Um, 
Yeah. So I'll, I'll just go over it real quick, what's in the manual. Uh, Gotham City. It's a dark city governed by crime and violence. The whole town is now in preparation for its 200th anniversary festival. Suddenly the Joker, the city's master of evil, appears spreading DDYD nerve gas. I have no idea what DDYD is, but... Uh, some kind of nerve gas, plunging Gotham City into complete terror and chaos. Meanwhile, Vicky Vale, a shrewd photojournalist tracking the gas business scandal, is kidnapped with key information in her hands. Then, from nowhere appears a man with a mysterious black cape who rescues Vicky. Her life was saved. Who on earth could this dark figure be? It was... Well, it's Batman. This is his video game, of course it's Batman. As a child, he saw his parents lose their lives at the hand of an unidentified criminal. He has grown to be a man of justice who fights criminals to avenge his parents' deaths. Now, while fighting with the Joker, Batman recalls memories of his childhood and identifies him as the evil criminal who robbed his parents of their lives. It is the festival day of Gotham City's 200th anniversary and the final fight is just about to start between Batman and the Joker. Uh, so, I mean, that's not even completely the movie. Like, I don't know. It's 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 a weird transcript of things that happens. Um, but in the game, you actually create a Joker as well, like like it happened in the movie. So I don't know. This is just some plot that somebody has written down that has not much to do with the game. Too. They 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 watched they watched Batman. At face value, didn't fully understand what was happening. Wrote a wrote a plot summary of it. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's the same for the NES version of this. You cannot call it version. Um, like the cool. They're very different games. Yeah, the cool thing with with this licensed Batman, the video game thing. Um, it came out on NES. It came out on Game Boy. It came out on Genesis. Uh, all three are like completely different games yeah. and all three of them are amazing games in their own right so um, it's really cool that Sunsoft did not just like made one game and ported it to everything uh, which wouldn't have ended <laughs> as well as it did yeah. now uh, they actually put effort into everything um, and yeah you can see that they put effort into this one as well even though it was still very early in the uh Game Boy Library, like a second year, 1990. Um, so a lot of people will probably look at this game and think like, is this a Batman game? This looks like a Super Mario Land clone or something like that. Because uh, it does use that kind of tile sets. It's, it's not what you call it, but like, it's very similar to what uh, Super Mario Land did. Like, they definitely took that as an inspiration to uh, to build this game. Oh. I would say Mario Land was the baseline for these types of these types of yeah. games to start to start out in a way. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> but uh, pull my, my notes here. There we go. But uh, yeah, so <clears throat> the game is incredibly simple. Uh, the D-pad moves Batman. Uh, a jumps, B shoots. Uh, if you hold down down to crouch, you can crouch walk left or right, or the duck walk mm -hmm. rather, um, which is actually pretty handy throughout the game. Uh, and if you hold A, so if you hold A down, you can shoot forward during the shoot 'em up stages. 
Then if you press B or hold B down, you shoot backwards in the shoot 'em up stages. This game is actually pretty cool, where you can shoot both front and back. Uh, incredibly helpful during the shoot 'em up stages as well. Uh, instead of mashing, you can just hold down the buttons, and it'll auto fire for you as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like we mentioned, uh, this game is jokingly called Bad Gun by literally everybody because it's it's one of the few batman games where your main attack is just shooting um but technically he's not using an actual gun he's using a spear the bat spear which has different like power-ups that go with it um but yeah in other batman games you also can use like your fists mainly uh to do damages it's what he's mainly using but in this one like your only form of attack is using that spear gun. Um, luckily, there are many upgrades to the spear gun. Um, I will go over them yeah. real quick. Um, but the way this game works is there's blocks spread out through all the stages that you can shoot. Uh, the black ones, I assume, or, or more gray ones, or more green ones if you're playing on an actual... Uh, an actual Game Boy, uh, are the ones that hold items for you and you can find like weapon upgrades in that. Um, I'll go over the manual for this part. So you start off with your normal weapon, uh, which is also the N pickup, if you can see it in the, in the stages. So Batman is equipped with this weapon from the start of the game. He can be fired a full distance across the screen, but it's not capable of firing through a wall uh, obstacle. So you cannot shoot through walls to take out enemies that way. Um, you can come across the S, which is the shot weapon. Uh, the fire range is a lot shorter than a normal weapon, but it can fire faster than the normal weapon. Uh, I would avoid this one at all times. It's, aw- it's the I, I worst, think it's, worst it's, weapon it's in the game. It's really bad, yeah. Like, normal weapon is also pretty bad, but it's just your standard weapon, so that makes sense. But the shot weapon, I think, is one of the uh, worst pickups you can do um usually they also place it in parts where you kind of quote-unquote failed to take the proper path through the stage uh so it's kind of a downgrade if you happen to go there and then you have to pick it up and then you're like oh no i have a stupid shotgun again but um here's one that you do want basically which is the w which is the wave weapon um, this weapon's capable of wave firing through wall-like obstacles and can fire full distance across the screen. It's basically your wave beam from uh, from Metroid. Uh, it goes a little bit up and down, so it's good to hit enemies that are a little bit above or a little bit below. Um, it's a very cool weapon to have. It's not always super useful, uh, especially not during the final boss fight, in my opinion. Uh, but it's it's a pretty cool weapon that has a lot of spread throughout the stage so you can take out enemies easily um after that comes the p which is the power weapon which is basically an upgraded version of the normal weapon and it can go through wall-like obstacles so uh, it's the better normal weapon and in my opinion also a pretty good gun as 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 a standard weapon it's a pretty good gun actually to have and i'll come back to uh to the power weapon later in this episode. Um, you also got the Batarang, which is the R, for some reason. <laughs> like, everything started with the letter that the, the actual description started R- with. Except, except. R for Batarang, yeah, man, you know. R for Batarang, sure. Uh, so this 
shoots batarangs and they only travel a short distance but they will return so you can uh, hit enemies multiple times with them uh, and, and again it can go through walls so you can take out enemies from afar that way uh, then you have the tranquilizer weapon which is the T if you can find it I think it only shows up once in the game actually or, or may maybe so twice no. like um, I don't know what it's supposed to look like it, it kind of looks like some kind of sound wave that comes out of it uh, it's super powerful uh, it's, it's the most powerful weapon in the game it can fly through all the objects and it does not like waste a bullet if it hits an enemy like it keeps going so it's a pretty good weapon to have if you can keep it um, but that's harder than it sounds to be honest um, yeah. So yeah, um, maybe I'll, I'll go into a little bit more when it comes to the weapons. All of these weapons can be upgraded or downgraded. Uh, I don't know if there's a max level. I think there's a different max level for each of the different weapons, actually. Uh, but there go are, up to seven. Yeah, there, there are like these two things you can pick up. One is like a uh, white box with a gun in it, or a sp the spear gun in it. The white box will... Um, upgrade the weapon one level uh, the black one will downgrade it um, it basically lets you shoot multiple projectiles uh, faster that's what it does uh, um, <coughs> the only thing it doesn't apply to is the track gun yeah maybe yeah uh, again i can't really hold on to the track gun a lot so <laughs> I, I never get to use it uh but yeah you can upgrade all these weapons and especially if you got the batarang weapon or uh the wave weapon when you have upgraded a bunch it's, it's very fun to use uh but yeah that's that's all when it comes to the actual main uh weapon of this game <clears throat> yeah and uh there are Plenty of power ups in this game. Let me tell you what. So, like what Mo was just mentioning with the uh, spear up, so it's the white box with the spear in it. Uh, you can have these, you can you can go up to seven levels with each gun. Um, but the trank gun, it does not matter because the gun is too powerful. Um, black box with a white spear gun downgrades the, the weapon. Yeah, something to be careful of as you're playing through the game and breaking these blocks for these items. Some of these items that they'll put in front of you are going to be items like the spear downgrade or the shot weapon or something like that. Like something you absolutely just do not want. And you either have to say the hell with it and just take it or, you know, somehow finagle your way around this, the, the power up. Nine times out of ten, you're going to take it and deal with it. So, <laughs> um,. So, like, knowing where the things are, like, you know, second, third playthroughs and stuff like that, or if you're speedrunning the game, is uh, definitely a need in terms of that. So, uh, then we have the Batwing. Uh, this uh, flies around Batman uh, and protects him from enemy fire. Uh, and you can possess up to four of these, uh, and uh, they disappear every time Batman uh, takes damage. And you can get these little things that look like a pill. And they're called faster bat wings. So what it does is that it makes the bat wings around Batman rotate faster. Mm -hmm. uh, there's another thing called a smoke bullet, which they don't show up all too often, but they do show up once in a while. Uh, it's just basically a screen clear. Um, you grab it, it kills everything on the screen. Uh, 
And then it wouldn't be a video, it wouldn't be a retro game without points. So we gotta have points. So there are B icons called bonus tokens, which gives you 5,000 bonus points. And I believe after you've gotten 100,000 points, you get an extra life. I have literally so, no clue. <laughs> yeah, you get, so you, after you get so many points, you actually do get an extra life. So the bonus points, even though you're probably not going to go out of your way to collect them, they do serve a little bit of a purpose. Right. Uh, and then you have the heart icon, which gives you one increment of life in your life gauge. So in the game Batman, if you're watching this live or on YouTube right now, uh, you can see that in the top right-hand corner next to the X4 is a little gauge there. And uh, even though they don't have it segmented out in increments, it does come out in little chunks. So one of those hearts... Oh, excuse me, fills in one of those uh, chunks missing. Mm -hmm. And then we have the Batman head, which, well, gives you an additional Batman, gives you an extra life, so. Yeah. There are actually plenty of those to find throughout the stages. And not even... There are a lot of extra yeah, lives. Yeah, not even hidden very... Well. <laughs> I mean, no. they're, they're usually very easy to uh, to get to, so uh, you can take what advantage I of that. When I played this, re I played this last weekend actually. I uh, between extra lives from points and just finding the extra lives in the stages, I think I ended up fighting the final Joker fight with, I think like eleven extra lives. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's easy to get them. Um, but have no fear, this game also offers unlimited continue, so even if you do run out of lives, it's not that bad. The only issue well. with, with continues is that it puts you back at the very first stage of the current chapter, I guess you can call it, so uh, depending on which well, one you're in, it, it might there's, put you back at the start. There's two big issues with having to continue. A, you start out at the start of the, start of the world again, so if you're on World 4, you go back to 4-1. The biggest issue is you lose your gun. No, you don't. So, no, you don't. You can actually... You do. No, nah, you can actually keep it. Uh, which is which is actually a good way, if you know where the upgrades are, to like die and just get the upgrade again and over and over and over until you get the strongest one. Huh, I don't remember keeping my gun when I came over. <laughs> I do, because I died at 4-2 700 times again last time I played, so... Uh, oh, so yeah. <laughs> what an easy stage. <laughs> what an easy stage. So, yeah, I, I vividly <laughs> remember the, keeping the guns, yeah. With the, with the correct gun, what an easy stage. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but yeah, speaking of stages... Uh, let's get into them. So the game is broken out into four different worlds, and um, World One One is like we've always mentioned before. It's your introductory stage to the game. Uh, basically, teaches you that hey, there's stuff to shoot to get items. There's enemies to shoot to, that are getting in your way. Um, jump on platforms, don't die. Type deal. Uh, just teaches you the basics of what Batman has to has to offer. Um, I just I just closed the manual. <laughs> well, there's not much in it, but area one of stage one is called Gotham City because you're just in the city. Uh, but yeah, that's that's your very typical first stage with not that many hazards to deal with, just teaching you the mechanics. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Go into one, two. Uh, you get to the Axis Chemical Factory. So it's a little bit more platforming, a little bit more tight corridors here and there, uh, but but still nothing uh, the, special. Really. The big the big thing to 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 know. So like if you've ever played Super Mario Land One, you know how floaty the controls can be with Mario. Uh, Batman is very very similar mm. to this as well too. Uh, Batman is pretty floaty when jumping onto these platforms. Uh, so take that into consideration whenever you're going going for the big jump. Uh, the platforms themselves never pose much of a problem. They don't really go out of out of your range, so to speak. But uh, in typical retro fashion, though, floaty controls typically means you overcorrect yourself, and uh, you just fall to a pit. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so yeah. It- it's not Castlevania style where it's a dedicated jump, luckily. Um, but, yeah. but it is sometimes hard to control once Batman is in the air. Because um, you do have control. It's just like you're not used to having the control or something like that because you're moving so fast. And then when you try to correct yourself, you're usually going to end up in a pit. So uh, it's best to just jump at the correct time instead of trying to finagle your way to a platform. Hundred percent. Then after that, we go into uh, the boss area, which the first fight is Jack Napier, um, not Joker yet. Uh, you can fight uh, pre-Joker, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know the story behind Jack Napier, is that he used to work for, I believe, it was the CIA in the chemistry department, and uh, when he was released, he stole a. He stole the file for the DDID nerve gas uh, agent and was going to use that on Gotham. So, Yeah. And he was, well, in the Batman movies, working for, like, another criminal. I don't remember who, but whatever. Then he kills him. Yeah, the, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, go watch the movie. It's the best Batman movie there is, so come on. But it's It has Michael Keaton, yeah. so it's by far the best Batman. Right, yeah. Yeah, just go watch the first of the first two Batman's Batman and Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the Val Kilmer one too. Val Kilmer was okay. He was okay but forgettable. That's that's the, the main Don't issue. watch the George don't watch the George Clooney <laughs> one though. That was just awful. <laughs> Unless you just want to that have was a fun sh- time. That, but it, come on. It's so bad. It's too, oh it's too man. Bad. I like I like I said, I recent like I like I recently just rewatched it. And I was just like, "Oh right, Chris O'Donnell forgot he was a person," <laughs> and then and I was just like, "Oh, Poison Ivy, right? Rubber lips, forgot about that stuff." <laughs> then you get Arnold Schwarzenegger that are making the, the world's dumbest frost puns you can possibly imagine, <laughs> and oh god, the movie was just so bad. So. <laughs> And George Clooney doesn't change his voice at all. Nope. So like Bruce Wayne and Batman, same voice. Like that he doesn't even try at all. I'm just like, dude, this is great. They got Alicia Silverstone just magically appeared to be Batgirl, and it's like that's the last time you ever hear anything from her because she never appears in another Batman movie again. And it's just like what is happening in this franchise after George Clooney took a hold of it. Oh god. Uh, and like like I and I like Christian Bale, but like even his Batman voice is just bad. 
like hot it, it take. Like most people, most people like the Christian Bale Batman movies, and mind you, like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies are good. Like story wise, I think they're good. But Christian Bale as Batman, I just don't think he's a very good Batman. I think he's a good Bruce Wayne. But I think he's a terrible Batman. <laughs> yeah. His Batman voice is awful. <laughs> it's true. It's really And don't get me started about Tom Hardy playing Bane. That, that voice is even dumber. So, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, man. Look, if you want good Batman You're... movies, just go watch the animated movies. At least those are great. Oh, my God. The animated series, Batman, yeah. is so good. Yeah, they are It's also dark. Good. It's dark, very well voice acted. Mark Hamill is the Joker. Like it's it's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the animated Batman movies and show has no right being as good as as it is. Right. Yeah. So. And now, uh, uh, now I forgot it. Um, Jensen Ackles does did uh, Batman for the last oh, yeah? one I saw, and he did a really good job as well. Uh, the newest Batman movie with uh, what's his name, Pat Pattinson or whatever, Rob Pattinson or whatever the, Ro- the Twilight Robert guy Pattinson, name is. Yes. Yeah, he did a nice job. I thought the new Batman was quite good. Yeah. It was very well done. Yeah, neat. Uh, and same with with uh, Ben Affleck. He was also good, but the script was just pure, I thought, pure garbage. You know, I was... Like it's not it's not Affleck's fault. I'm not a big Ben Affleck fan. Ben Affleck fan. Uh, I got like him in a couple of movies, like Chase and Amy and stuff like that. But uh, uh, I was pretty hesitant on wanting him to be Batman. But I thought overall he did Batman okay. It's just the writers did a, just an awful job yeah. with his his Batman takes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, there's our movie tangent now. <laughs> uh, yeah, back to the boss fight with, with Jack <laughs> Napier, played by, uh, God damn it, I want <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Like, Jack Nicholson. Somehow I got Nicholas Cage stuck in my head, but whatever. That would have been oh a wild God. Joker. Nicholas Cage as the Joker? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that would have been wild. That would have been awesome. I don't know if he would have been a good Joker, but man, he'd be a good Batman villain. True, yeah. I'm not sure I don't know which who one he'd but... play, but <laughs> I don't know who he'd play, but he'd be a great villain. <laughs> Victor Saz or something like that, <laughs> like, like <laughs> the worst psychopath or something. Yeah. Would, would... Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going into stage two or world two, whatever you want to call it, area two, uh, where we're still in Gotham City, um, plowing through, plowing through the bad guys. Um, two one. Uh, so that the first two worlds aren't too dangerous to you in terms of potentially game overing. Um, <clears throat> maybe in terms of like the pits, the you might fall into but in terms of like difficult stage difficulty it's not that bad mm-hmm. like the first two worlds in terms of stage difficulty are pretty tame um so again you're just going through gotham uh the, the name of the game on this one now is now that you know that the darker blocks hold power-ups and weapon upgrades now it's you need to like find these power upgrades find these points and uh 
start upgrading your weapon because now enemies are going to start taking more than just one bullet uh, to die or to get killed or whatever you want to call it now. Um, some of these some of these enemies are going to take multiple bullets, and the more power-up you have to your gun, the more bullets you can shoot at any given time. Uh, it doesn't power up the, the strength of the gun, but it does uh, power up the amount of bullets that you can put onto the screen, yeah. uh, which will be helpful, especially if you can get a gun that can shoot through walls. Um, as you can preemptively shoot through a wall, kill an enemy, and then jump over the pit and not worry about Batman taking damage. Uh, so it's definitely something to uh, take into consideration when playing through Area 2. After that, you go into the... Oh, God. Flug Flugelheim? Flugelheim? Yeah, Flugelheim. F Flugelheim. Flugelheim Museum. Uh, and then it... Here, this is where a lot of your platformer and moving platforms come into play. Uh, at the very end of the stage of 2-2 uh, two, two, uh, is a section of moving platforms where you have to shoot out the door. We didn't mention this before. So at the end of the stage, there's a door uh, for the exit that doesn't automatically open. It's closed, and you have to shoot it open yeah. uh, with your spear. We don't talk about that, but it's kind of a given thing. Uh, but at the end of 2-2, two, two, uh, the door is closed, so you have to shoot the door out before you kind of jump into the exit. Otherwise, Batman just falls to his death. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and with that, you, you so again, it's like the the, the final jump in 2-2 two, two, uh, looks scarier than it actually is uh, because you can hug against the wall and just go into the exit. Um I know some games don't allow for that easily to be done, but Bat Batman very much allows for that for being and the reason it does, it works so well is because well he's floaty, so <laughs> yeah. that's why it works so well for that. Uh, and then we go into uh, Area Three, which is still the museum itself. Uh, there is no boss fight uh, for mm -hmm. Area Two, no. uh, which is which is great, fantastic. Um, the problem now is we go into the shoot 'em up. So you go from a pretty relaxed platformer and whatnot where you don't have to like really mash buttons at all or do much of anything. It's just casual platforming to the shoot 'em up stages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and these are surprisingly not that easy. Um,. There's a lot of enemies coming your way at all times. Uh, luckily, you can hold down the shoot button. I say button yep. because you can't hold down both of them at the same time. Like we mentioned earlier, you can shoot backwards and forwards uh, with the bat wing. Is it called the bat wing? Yeah, yeah, it's the bat wing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, you can only do it in one direction. Um, so you can only hold down A or hold down B. Uh, the speed at which you shoot is pretty okay. Uh, most enemies do die in one hit, except for like the mini bosses and a lot of bosses that will appear uh, throughout the two stages that you will be playing a shoot 'em up. Um, you can still only take four hits. Like we didn't really mention that, but your health bar, it's four hits. Um, so luckily there's that. It's not a shoot 'em up where you die in one hit, because that would have made this probably impossible more hard <laughs> uh yeah more hard yeah uh but yeah there, there's a lot of things coming your way they come from behind you in front of you and from the bottom as well when they're launching missiles at you um at the end of the first stage you get to fight this weird satellite 
boss thing that opens up. Like, it doesn't really fit as a Batman thing to fight. It, it looks like something from our type, or I don't know. Like, it, it's a very weird thing. Uh, and it does take a lot of hits to take these bosses down, uh, which, which is the big problem. Uh, trying to survive throughout the stages. Um, when you go into the second part, you're flying through the festival, basically, because there's all these balloons in the air that you actually have to dodge. Um, you cannot shoot those. Um, and this particular stage also offers two bosses. Uh, first, there's a plane that's starting to chase you. And then there's a helicopter, which is very annoying, if I'm thinking about the right boss, actually. Because uh, it launches these missiles that you have to dodge in a pattern and you cannot really hit him a lot during that time so this is a boss fight that uh that can take a lot of time and practice um and sadly if you game over you go do go back to 3-1 uh if you're in 3-2 so that's not fun uh, so yeah it's a nice breakup from the normal platforming stages uh but they made the shmup section maybe a little too hard in my opinion uh, well, the reason it's too hard is because it doesn't drop any health. True, yeah, you cannot get so any when health. when you're in the sh when you're in the shmup sections, there is no way of getting health back. So if you take a bunch of damage in the just normal stage and then go into the boss fight with one hit point of health, like that's all you're getting. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of understanding. It's, it's a lot of knowing and. Precision flying, honestly, uh, to not take so much damage while while going through the stages. Yeah. Uh, the the shmup stages, although like for the most part, compared to like an actual shmup game, easy. Um, it's very easy to take damage in these stages as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's the big the big problem. And like what like what Mo was mentioning, like the the satellite in three one. It's pretty simple. It, it it does do a like a bullet dump in front of it, mm. but like you shouldn't be directly in front of it. Like that's let's be fair. Uh, but like three two, you fight two different bosses. You fight the shredder the shredder airplane. Um, I, I call it the shredder airplane because the front of it looks like the shredder helmet from Turtles. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, which is an incredibly easy fight because it just shoots a couple bullets at you and then kind of charges at you and goes back and does it just rinse and repeat. The helicopter, however, is if you're going to die in three two, that's where you're going to die, mm. uh, because the helicopter does a line of bullets in front of it, and then they and then they shoot off and they they home into Batman's last known yeah. location, and it's really hard to shoot the helicopter in that sense because you're dodging bullets while shooting through a bullet wall, and then one and then it's a multi phase fight. So once you've done so much damage to the helicopter, the helicopter is then it's going to shoot off. Four different projectiles that go into the corner of the screen. Right. Yeah. And what? And those are going to shoot bullets at Batman while the helicopter is shooting a big missile into the middle of the screen that then breaks off into multiple bullets. Uh, there's very little real estate on the screen that allows Batman to not take damage uh, during this this section. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I, I call this. I call that part of the the fight the the race to the finish. So. Yeah, uh, because either you're going to die or the helicopter's going to die. So <laughs> yeah, it's a very tough boss fight to put in uh, yeah. put in that section, especially because it's two of them right after each other. Yeah, yeah, and they take way too many hits to uh, 
to take down. Way too many hits. Yeah. Uh, I would say every every boss in the game has, is a bit of a bullet sponge. Um, however, the human human bosses, Jack and the Joker, um, <laughs> they uh they actually have weak points on them. Yeah. So uh, if you actually shoot them in the head uh, with your spear gun. You can actually do uh, more damage to the actual boss. Now, this game suffers from something that uh, Monos I hate a ton. It doesn't have any boss bars on there or boss health bars, and it drives me nuts. Any game that doesn't have boss health bars just (laughs) absolutely pissed me off. Um, I want to know how close I am to the goddamn boss being dead. (laughs) So it is useful. uh, This game. And this game doesn't have it. So, like, when you're sitting there laying bullets into the Joker or Jack Napier, and he ain't dying after five minutes of putting bullets into him, you go to think, am I actually doing damage to him? Because he doesn't blink. He doesn't do anything when you shoot him. He's just there. So you don't know if you're hurting him or not. (laughs) So, like, you know, hey, Sunsoft, I know you're not a thing anymore, but... uh, but uh, boss health health bars would be great next time. Please patch. Hot fix it. <laughs> Give me the DLC, please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, so but these enemies in the shmup section do not have as as far as I know, as far as the speedrunning community knows, there is no weak point to uh, to these bosses. So it's you have to play. Kind of perfect. Right. Then we we go into everyone's favorite world. World 4. This is where the difficulty of the game really ramps up. Um, This is where... This is where you take everything that you've learned and collected and lose it all. (laughs) Uh, Pretty (laughs) pretty quick. So... um, as you progress through four one, four one isn't all that bad. It's it's a it's a fair it's fairly similar to the first two worlds. Uh, you're not in a rush. You're sitting there collecting things. The problem with this world now is that you're starting to get uh, different types of enemies. Not so much human type of enemies, but now you have like robots and stuff coming at you, and toys and things that can shoot through walls and. Uh, it, it becomes a bit more. You don't have the luxury of I can shoot through a wall, so I can't be hurt anymore. Now these things can start shooting through walls, so now the walls just don't protect you. Um, if you take a if you take a certain path, like there's hidden holes in the uh, in the floor that can you know take you down to a, a bo- the bottom path of the floor, and sometimes the corridors are too tight to make a jump over a pit, and uh, you have to either A, be real lucky with your coyote timing, or B, you're just going to fall in the pit and die. So uh, some of the jumps now become very, very tight jumps, and uh, they, thankfully Batman is really good at clipping onto the corners. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um, it, it helps out quite a bit. Then, uh, then we get into everyone's favorite stage of the game. Why did they do uh, by, this? This is by far the hardest stage in the game. 4 2. Yep, I've seen people Four, getting stuck here for hours. 
Yeah. Literal hours. 4-2 <laughs> is an auto-scroller. Um, and not just any auto-scroller. This auto-scroller is fast. It is not a slow auto-scroller. And uh, the level design still follows the same design as the previous worlds. So World 1, 2, and 4-1. Which means that there are blocks in your way that you need to shoot. There are tight jumps that you have to make. And there are enemies on said tight platforms that you need to kill before you can jump on them. Yep. All while trying to outrun the auto-scroller. Uh, this stage is incredibly difficult. If you were to get stuck in this game, this is the stage you would get stuck in uh, for a very long time. <laughs> um, and uh, in my opinion, this stage is pretty much near impossible if you have the wrong gun. Uh, if you have a gun that can't shoot through walls, <laughs> find a gun that can shoot through walls. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, luckily... Because what's going... Oh, go luckily in 4.1, you can pick up the wave gun somewhere, which is probably your best... Well, it's not called... What was it called? <laughs> I'm calling it the wave gun now. Oh, no, it is called the wave weapon. Okay. It is this yeah, a wave yeah. gun, yeah, I, yeah. I think that one is probably the best bet you have to get through this stage, so um, go pick, yeah. pick that up. At least, if you act, if you happen to pick up the short gun or the shotgun, <laughs> what do you want to call it? Yeah, uh, there is a there. There is the P gun. I call it the, the P, P gun. gun the power the the power gun. You can pick it up pretty early on in four two, yeah. but it is a tight get because you're raced against the mm -hmm. auto scroller, and it's something that you have to shoot backwards and run backwards for. Uh, and something that we didn't mention is that once you've broken a power-up block and collected it, some of those blocks don't come back until you game over. So, that's a thing. <laughs> um, so, 4-2 uh, is a disaster case. And then halfway through 4-2 is nothing but small platforms to jump across. And all these platforms have little robot turrets on them that shoot at you. Yeah. Uh, and they do three shots at any given time. Um, so that means you either need to wait for the three shots or tank the three shots. Now, mind you, you have four hit points this entire time. And during this level, there are only maybe two hearts throughout the entire stage yes. that you can collect. So not only do you have to worry about your health management now, but now you have to worry about is it better to take the hit or is it better to wait and potentially die to the auto-scroller? How far ahead am I on the stage versus how far behind I am on the stage? Uh, so 4-2 is an absolute gauntlet. So if you game over at all on the Joker fight or in 4-3 or whatever, you get to do 4-2 all over again. Luckily, there is no 4-3. Um, it's just the, the Joker fight. Luckily, you just go into the Joker <laughs> yeah. fight. That's well, right. well, luckily, that's well, seeing, depending on... The Joker the fight's hard. Yeah, the, and the Joker fight is quite difficult, too. Yeah. It's very similar to the Joker fight in uh, in the NES game, actually. Uh, at least the, the final part of it, like not the yeah. not the weird ninja robot guy that you fight before <laughs> it that has absolutely nothing to do with the movie either. Uh, but it is kind of similar, but with guns instead of with your fists, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the Joker fight, it isn't 
like, it's not hard, but again, he takes a lot of hits to take down, so it yeah. might just start dragging you out. Um, but like uh, EBC said, like, it, there is a weak point, which is the head, and if you can actually shoot the head, you do double damage, I believe. Uh, oh, yeah, something like yeah, that, yeah. And you push the boss backwards and, and he doesn't shoot back. So it is very useful to do so. But depending on how good you are with a certain gun, it might be harder or easier to actually use that gun for the fight. Even though the wave gun does have the ability to go up and down and is probably your best bet to use in 4-2, I think the wave gun is a horrible horrible weapon uh, to use in the joker fight um i would actually say it's better to have the batarang gun for this one because it can yep. do double hits uh if you position yourself correctly but for me i think the best gun to have in this situation is actually the p gun um the power gun that you can pick yep. up in four two because that thing is so big like the bullet is so big that you cannot miss his hat hitbox sure. um so you're constantly doing double damage and then this fight is over before you even realize it started. So like the last time I played the game, which was like a week ago, I accidentally picked up the P-Gun and I had to get through 4-2 with it, which is not easy. Um, luckily oh. it can go through walls, but it's really not easy to take down the turrets uh, in time. But I made it through it. Um, I started the Joker fight. I used that gun and it was... Yeah, it, it was just done. The game was done. And I was like, oh, wow, this is actually a really good gun to use uh, in this situation. So, um, well, there, there's a quote-unquote pro tip for you. <laughs> Try using the P-Gun, maybe, uh, if you can get through 4-2 with it. So, yeah. Who needs Nintendo Power when you get this as Game Boy? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, once you've defeated uh, the Joker this time uh, and not Jack Napier... Uh, we did talk about this in between sections, but uh, you do get little cutscenes right. in between uh, stages as well. And then the final cutscene is the Joker laying on the ground. Uh, they say defeated, but we all know what happened. Mm -hmm. he, um, he is, well, he is defeated, but he is defeated. Forever. He is defeated, <laughs> but uh, he ain't coming back. Let's just say mm -hmm. that. <laughs> But uh, the Joker is dead, uh, and it shows it shows the final, basically the final scene from the movie of uh, the Joker laying on the street after uh, the fall from the building, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, from there it rolls the Batman credits uh, with uh, the bat signal going off into the corner and Batman kind of staring off into the distance. Uh, kind of actually a really cool ending. Uh, and honestly, like the cutscenes themselves for being a 1990 game on the Game Boy, they're pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, but yeah, you once you beat the Joker, get the final cutscene in the credits, you've you've beaten Batman. Um, not a terribly difficult game, but definitely poses a challenge if you're uh, if you're looking for a, a quick a quick challenge. Yeah, I think this is a game that when you first play it, you will have a lot of trouble with it um but like every time you play it afterwards you'll be like oh yeah this is actually really cool i can go really fast and things like that so um i've heard from a lot of people who like played this the first time were like this game is impossible to oh my god i love this game uh it's it's so quick and so fun so uh yeah don't, don't get scared 
if this is your first time playing this game. Like, it has a lot to offer for its simplicity, yeah. actually, because it's a really simple game. But... Yeah. yeah, we put this game into the Tiny Ted. <laughs> I don't know which one, but... Many, many years ago at this point. <laughs> I don't even know which one, but yeah. This, uh, Bo and I both played it relatively at the same time. And uh, we both were like, this game is good. Mm -hmm. And there were no speedruns for it at the time either. So, but like our casual playthroughs were sub-hour. So we're like, the hardest stage is 4-2. If someone can figure out 4-2, then... <laughs> then you're good, basically, yeah. You're good to go, yeah. And then uh, we put it in a tiny tent, and people people figured out the headshots do double damage, and people found routes, and now there's a, you know, there's a pretty pretty nice routed speedrun for the game now. Mm -hmm. uh, I still want people to go challenge the, the record of it, but uh, I still think the game can be drastically improved. But... Um, very cool game. Very easy speedrun to get into as well, too. There's no real glitches at all. It's a lot of it is just pure uh pure talent, yeah. honestly. Just pure pure gameplay. So uh but yeah. Uh let's talk about let's talk about the box art real quick here. So the box art for the game on the Game Boy is literally the same box art as it is on the NES. And the movie, uh, and, a, the, <laughs> and the movie, and I believe the Genesis game I as think well. So, yeah. um, so think of the think of the Batman movie poster from nineteen eighty. Christ, when the movie come out, 88, 87? something like that. Yeah, um, it's Batman in gold trimmed, uh, you know, all capital font with the Batman emblem embossed in gold. Uh, then underneath that just says the video game. You can tell someone just added that in. <laughs> um, so it's basically the movie poster from the OG Batman of uh, Michael Keaton's OG Batman, and uh, yeah, that's the cover that's art. It. You don't need anything. You don't need anything special for it. Honestly, it it works as is. It's perfect. Yeah, it is all you need. Like it doesn't have to be anything else. No. And then. Um, yeah, I didn't have any trivia points for this game, did you? Yeah, I have one. Um, there's actually a... There, there uh, are a yeah. few cheats in this game that you can try, uh, like level select and things like that. But there's a, a really fun one you can use during the shmup section. Um, I'm not going to explain it. It's, it's very easy to put in. Uh, but basically, you can <clears throat> increase and decrease the speed that your... Uh, well, the fire rate of your bullets. Um, so if you put it to max... Um, the shmup section becomes trivial. Uh, like, even the boss fights are over in three seconds because you're shooting so much. Like, I took down the helicopter boss without him even getting into his second phase. So, uh, like, for if you're playing it casually, maybe you have some uh, issues during the shmup section. Just try and use that cheat, Goat. Um, and everything, wow. everything will work out fine. It doesn't uh, affect anything of the rest of the game. It's really just the fire rate of uh, of the Batwing. So I thought that was a pretty cool cheat. Like I've I've never really heard of a cheat like that in in these old games. So I thought it was pretty cool. Can you believe most telling people to use cheat codes in a video? Very much. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that Batman record is old. 
six years ago at this point. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty old. From Prissy. Right. Wow. All right. Well, with that, uh, we're going to take another quick short break. When we come back, we'll give you our thoughts and history with uh, Batman. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) Those coming back from the internet outage and for those coming back from the break. Um, So, yeah, uh, diving back into Batman that we talked about the game. Uh, We'll start with you, Mo. Uh, Thoughts, history with the game? Yeah. Um, So, I can't really remember if I ever played this as a kid uh, or later in life. Like, I didn't have it. I'm pretty sure of that, but maybe I did play it uh, over at a friend's house or something. I'm really not sure. Uh, But I have known this game for a long time. Um, But um, I think it's just before we did uh, the Tidy 10 with it and actually sat down and really played through it. Um, And yeah, knowing it for a long time, the music is also very familiar to me. Like, there are a lot of times where I just start humming the first stage music out of nowhere because uh, it's just so ingrained into my mind, which happens with a lot of Sunsoft songs, to be honest, from that period. Like, there, there's the Blaster Master team and uh, and some other games, like Habariki, I don't know what it's called in... I always forget the name in Europe. Euphoria or something like that. Uh, th- those are all tracks that's... Once you've heard them, they're stuck in your mind forever, uh, which is really great. Um, so, yeah, at least the game made an impact on me during some period. Um, I, I like this game a lot for its simplicity, uh, but um, I don't really consider it a real Batman game, especially not with all the other Batman games that are out there. Uh, like, this one doesn't have the... Batman feel to it um, like the NES one and the Genesis one feel like a Batman game this feels like something else with Batman slept onto it <clears throat> but that's fine you know like uh, Journey to Silius which we mentioned earlier was actually supposed to be a Terminator game uh, who hasn't yep. heard that one before right uh, yeah it, it's it's its own thing but you can definitely see that it was supposed to be something else uh, I don't think this is the case with this one I think they just went with what they knew uh, about making Game Boy games back then. So it, it doesn't really feel that much uh, like a Game Boy game. And I grew up with uh, Return of the Joker for Game Boy, and that one does feel like an actual Batman game. So, um, <clears throat> But yeah, we it's just a fun game. Uh, I recommend it to everybody. And uh, we, we can just all agree that it's based on the bat- best Batman movie ever made. So, uh, at least there is that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I... Uh, so, I, I had the NES version growing up. 
obviously, like every every Batman lover mm-hmm. did. Because mm-hmm. um, ba- Batman is one of my favorite superheroes. Uh, I, I I dog on him a lot just because I'm like I call him I call him the the rich superhero right mm-hmm. it's like the, his superpower is he has a lot of money yeah um but he's Batman is probably by far my my favorite superhero um and uh, so I, I had a bunch of Batman stuff growing up I still have a lot of Batman stuff even as an adult mm-hmm. so. Uh, Batman was very much my go-to, especially the Michael Keaton Batman. Like growing up, like Michael Keaton was Batman, right. and uh, in my opinion, the the best Batman we've we've had so far in in a, in a theater. So, um, with that though, like I I never played any of the Batman Game Boy games until, uh, well until. By adult life, mm-hmm. uh, when I started doing Game Boy Adventure and digging around with Game Boy stuff with Mo and the Game Boy community, um, Batgun Gun was the first Batman game that I played on Game Boy, and very much like what Mo was talking about, it doesn't feel like a Batman game simply because like Jack and the Joker fights are literally the, the, the <laughs> same fights, yeah. um, and like there's no other villains that you fight in the game; it's literally just Jack Napier and the Joker. Uh, there's no, there's no Scarecrow. There's no, well, obviously there would be no Penguin yet, but you know, because that came later on. But uh, like, there's, there's no none of that at all. Like, there's no like seeds of fighting. Like Joker, Joker's goons. Like they could have had a, a like a boss stage, so to speak, of fighting like Joker's goons in an alleyway or something. Like, it just didn't feel like a, a Batman game. Yeah. It just felt like a a simple uh, platform shooter game that mi- that mimicked a very similar engine to Super Mario Land, which again, not a bad thing. Super Mario Land is a great game, and honestly, for being a 1990 platform shooter game, I'll take it. It's very still very early in the Game Boy life cycle, um, and later on, we get f- fantastic Batman games in, in the Game Boy library. Like we get Batman the animated series, which. It is still probably top three Game Boy games for me. Uh, still, it's hard as balls, but it's a very good game. Um, Return of the Joker is an incredible game as well, too, for the Game Boy. Uh, even Batman Batman uh, Forever is moderately okay for the Game Boy. So, yeah. um, it's one of the better versions of that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the better versions of, of the game for sure. Um, so like, uh, even with this, like I, I still take it, you know, I'll, I'll play it. I, I played it last week and, uh, overall, I, I, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a game slapped with Batman on it with a sprite that mimics Batman, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's not a noir feel dark dungeon, you know, dark grungy Batman game that we all live to 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 want so but again i'm okay with that so mm-hmm. indeed yeah um but yeah beyond that we have uh ret- so retro achievements for the game i know you're you're uh you're into that that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so yeah it does have a list which sadly is only half a good list um so 
the first half of this list of retro achievement is literally play the game. So you get an achievement for beating every stage in the game. So that's great. You get an achievement for picking up every uh, different weapon in the game. You get one to for getting 100,000 points and one for 200,000 points. So, I mean, pretty standard fare when it comes to those achievements. But then you get to the rest, which is literally play the game without ever getting hit once. Uh, <laughs> luckily, luckily stage-based, so not play through the entire game without getting hit once. But yeah, literally every stage and every boss fight has an achievement tied to it. For you getting through it without ever taking damage. And no. <laughs> Just no. 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 I, I'm not. No. No. We're not gonna, we're not gonna do that. I, at least I'm not gonna do that. And if you want to do that, good luck. <laughs> it's gonna take No. Long. No, I do not want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, game does have a, a pretty decent leaderboard to it. It has uh, 15 runs on it. Uh, old runs. The most recent run being from a year ago. Uh, but uh, the world record is probably one of the older world records for... Uh, for, for Game Boy in general, uh, Prissy holds the record right now at 10 minutes and 52 seconds. This was six years ago. So this is a pretty old record. And uh, they even comment that the game can, or the run can be improved. So, mm-hmm. um, so uh, I definitely would love to see uh, more people throw, throw some time, time at the game for sure. And it's a short game. I mean, 11 minute run, pretty, pretty average, yeah. pretty short for Game Boy. So. But I, I, beyond, like I said, like there's no glitches, there's no crazy things to learn. It's the biggest thing is knowing headshots on bosses. So being good at head head shooting on Jack and Joker, knowing where the the appropriate power ups and weapons are, and getting through four two. Mm. <laughs> like those are the three biggest things right there. So, um, four two is probably the biggest roadblock of it all, honestly. Yeah. It will always be casual or speed run wise. True. So, uh, yeah, I don't see there's any resources. I doubt. I doubt it. I don't think so. No. I would. Yeah, I was. I would, yeah, there's not even a guide for it. So, I hate to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just went to the forum. And it's one of the first things. It's, hate to be that guy, but. Um, All right. So. But uh, yeah, go watch the first couple. Go watch the, the the top runs and kind of check it out if you're interested. In it. Like I said, pretty short run, about uh, we'll say a 15 minute estimate, and uh, go go learn some bat gun. Indeed. All right. Well, we're not gonna take another break. We're just gonna dive right into. Other shenanigans that we got going on here. Let me pull up the the shenanigan chart here. So uh, yeah, community events related to the Game Boy, if any way possible. So uh, being a part of RGL, there's a lot of stuff happening with RGL. Um, so after this, 1 p.m. today, 1 p.m. Eastern today, uh, RGL is putting on the Nescathlon reveal race. 
Um, so I'm actually pretty stoked to see what games are going to be in the Nest Cathalon. Um, that reveal race happens pretty much after this episode. Yeah. And then uh, next month is Ninjaliden. <laughs> so next month is all ninjas all the time. Uh, which means that we may we may see some Ninja Gaiden Shadow along the line. Maybe. Along with a Ninja Gaiden of a sort uh, one night only tournament uh, since we've been doing those monthly now. Uh, we also on our gel do uh, retro race nights every Friday night. And uh, I know that I've been getting DMs, quite a bit of DMs about Game Boy games and short goals for said Game Boy games. So if Game Boys, if you're wanting to get into the Game Boy stuff, definitely come check out uh, Retro Race Nights at RGL. Uh, I've already put in some uh, choice games that people I know would sh- for sure love, like <laughs> Beavis and Butthead yeah. and and, <laughs> and uh, Home Alone Two. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, come definitely check that out. And then obviously we have a bunch of other episodes going through, uh, the week. So every other week, uh, every other Tuesday is, uh, RGL sports night. So these are going to be like football, baseball, wrestling, things like that, which the game boy, oddly enough, had a ton of sports games on it. So maybe some night there might be a game boy sports night going on on a Tuesday evening, and then every other Tuesday that's not the sports night is uh, golf with Flannel Cat and Vani. And then every Monday night is Monday Randomizers, and there is a Link's Awakening DX Randomizer. Just mm-hmm. saying. That might make an appearance. It's actually a pretty damn good randomizer as well. There's Pokemon Randomizer. There's a randomizer for everything out there nowadays, so let's just be fair. Uh, um, it's not a Dreamland randomizer yet, but I just wait for it. <laughs> um, what else we got going on? Um, every Wednesday night is the Sequence Break podcast with Lat Mackey, uh, where his focus is a lot on the speedrun orientation of the game. So he gets uh, the, the speedrunners of the game or the series. Talk about the game, talk about the speedrun, talk about the origin of the speedrun, what got them into the game, etc. Awesome podcast, very good listen, very good watch. His production value is well beyond ours. So, <laughs> I watched one of his episodes, I'm like, oh my god, he has things that spin and move. I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, wow. <laughs> so... Uh, there's definitely that coming up. Uh, let's see here. We have a lot more stuff coming up in uh, July. Let me pull up the July calendar here real quick. Yeah. So, Plus, we, so we, in we July, did an episode with, with Lad as well. Uh, the Bonk episode. We did. So we did Bonk we, episode. Check that one yeah. out. That was really fun. <laughs> it was something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, July 1st, which is a Saturday, next, a couple Saturdays from now, maybe. Next Saturday, I don't know. July first um, at one p.m. Eastern is the Bobby Vanilla Day, uh, which is Baseball Stars Two uh, Vonot. So definitely come check that out. Be a part of that. And at and at uh, four or five, six p.m. Eastern, I have to do time zone <laughs> conversions in my head on the fly right now. Six p.m. Eastern is Sega Rings of Rings of Champions first event. So definitely come and. 
watch those. And then in July, it will be July 14th, the 16th. Um, get your get your ninjas ready. Shinobi, Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Spirit, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, not Hero Turtles. Sorry, <laughs> Europe, you can't be a part of this. Uh, <laughs> 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 and then... Uh, Batman is technically Sega a yeah, technically, yeah, it's true. Yeah. He is technically, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Sega Rings of Champions Race Two Shinobi series will be. Oh, it's in August. We're getting ahead of ourselves now. Uh, that's too far down the line for us to even think about at this <laughs> point. <laughs> so yeah, we definitely got a lot of things going on with RGL. So uh, uh, please, please, please uh, stay tuned. Come check it out. Come join the Discord. Uh, there's plenty of things happening all the time everyone's real friendly uh people love talking about video games sports wrestling you name it um right now right this second if you're watching this live um even though we do have the nest cathlon at 1 p.m power up with pride is also running their summer marathon right now which i believe ends today or tonight mm-hmm. rather so uh, i was watching that a little bit last night and uh yeah uh what else we got going on there's so much stuff that happens in the summertime esa summer our uh, esa summer is quickly approaching um i don't know what their game list looks like at all because i don't really keep track of esa very much since i don't live in europe i assume a lot of pc uh, games um, like always so. probably <laughs> uh but esa esa is starting up uh, july 22nd will be ending july 29th mm-hmm. Uh, obviously it's an odd event. It's an odd event, uh, event, uh, in, in Sweden. And let's see, uh, what, uh, it's so hard to find their, do they not have games ready yet? I'm not sure. Schedule release June 11th. It's June 25th. So (laughs) maybe they're a bit behind. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, here we go. So we got Super Mario Land 3 Wario Land. Which is opening ESA. Wow. So there you go. Uh, That'll be ran by Big John. Um, Okay. Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland. Opening day. Ran by Rocks. Let's see here. I don't care about Wind Waker. Hearts, Lego, Sonic, Castlevania, Mega Man, Mega Man Three. So there's a little bit of Mega Man blocks and Mega Man, Mega Man Three by Cool Kid and Prissy That's running right. on the second day. It looks like oh, eyes are watery, allergies. Um, well, beyond that. Uh, <laughs> On that, uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, they're playing MC Kids. Oh my god. Let's see here. Well, they're playing Batman the video game. There we go. Probably the NES. Probably. Probably the NES version, <laughs> since you know Dexter, Dexter and Andy are yeah, part of yep. it. But uh, let's see here. So you can definitely watch the NES version of the game. Oh, there's games to the side over here. I didn't even notice these. True, yes. 
Their layout's so dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry, but their layout is just hot garbage. Um, Pokemon White? Like, is there a way just to, like, oh my god, this is so dumb. No, okay, of course not. ESA <laughs> makes things way too complicated. Star Tropics, Karnov, Maniac Mansion, let's see here, DKC2. Well, I think we might be a Pokemon Emerald. So if you're into Pokemon, there's a couple Pokemon games. Um, I don't even know where I'm at anymore. Here we go. <laughs> GTA Five, Elden Ring, GTA Three, Metal Gear Solid, Pokemon Trading Card Game. That's a game, but game with color game. Um. Huh. Yeah. Well, we got a Game Boy game to open up ESA. Yeah, that, least, that so, is already. Uh, so, amazing, uh, so. <laughs> what more can you ask for? <laughs> what more could you ask for? <laughs> but uh, I mean, there's some hint. I mean, the the, the list itself actually looks. Really good. There's, a, there's definitely a lot of mix of PC and console games, which, which is a honestly, it's kind of rare from what I see because typically ESA is pretty heavy PC. Yeah. Um, but a lot of there's a lot of console games going on. Definitely a, a pretty good list of, of games. So definitely want to check that out. And I think their uh, their charity of choice is oh I cannot pronounce that. It's the Swedish Alzheimer's Foundation. Yes. I. I can't pronounce the actual <laughs> name. It's like Alzheimer Fondin or something like that. I don't. Yes. I have no idea. Is that it? It's something. Oh, like I could. I could. I could be. I could be. I could be European right now, boys. Let's go. I don't even need to take the the immigration test. Just let me in. <laughs> Not yet, though. It's too hot over there. I'll wait for it to cool down. All right. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> y'all don't believe in AC over there. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, there's probably a, a thousand more events and marathons that are happening as well, too. I know uh, Midwest Speed Fest is going to be up and spinning here soon with uh, their their upcoming uh, marathon. Um, there's Speedy Fist. There's so many... Big Bad Gameathon just got announced uh, for this year. I know uh, Brucentia just tweeted that out. So there's so much stuff happening in the summertime. Honestly, the biggest thing I can tell you is just keep your eyes open on Twitter. You know, maybe if, have like a little like little search thingy that looks up like speedrun marathons or something. Yeah. And keep your eye out on that. Uh, Reddit apparently is a big place for these marathons to get through. Not. Uh, talked about rather there we go so definitely keep your eyes open for that like i said there's a plethora of marathons that are going to be coming uh and i'm not going to be able to hit all of them at all (laughs) so i'll be surprised if i can even Um, catch half of like half of 
one run or something. <laughs> so. so I live I live in the Midwest and I've I've gone to I've gone to Midwest Midfest Midwest Speed Fest once. Right. And I live twenty minutes away from the venue. Mm-hmm. So I mean <laughs> it just tells you just how busy <laughs> get. Um so yeah, with that, uh listener questions. So I don't think we have any questions we do not at have all. Any questions, no. Like everybody basically knows this game. No. no yeah, knows. it's a pretty popular mm-hmm. Game Boy game at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh all right. Well, here comes our very scripted outro <laughs> that uh very scripted indeed. We we never we never mess up. Um <laughs> if you have any thoughts and suggestions about the podcast, aside from my internet cutting out, which I can't fix, <laughs> so deal with it. Uh, <laughs> if you have any thoughts and suggestions for the podcast, we'd love to hear it. Uh, positive, negative, neutral, we, we'd love to hear it all. Uh, we want to make the podcast as best as we can for you all and for us. Uh, we love we love getting the information out. We love spreading the word of Game Boy, Game Boy games, and just hanging out with you all and chatting, BS, and uh, just be in here. Uh, you can find me, E Bloody Candy, on Twitch, Twitter, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where can I find you, Mo? <laughs> you can find me on Twitch, uh, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, all slash Mula, which is uh, written M O E L L E U H. Mm. I'm not very active on anything anymore to be honest but but i'm there i mean sometimes i post stuff there we go i have an instagram but i haven't posted to in like a year so i mean you could go to that Mm -hmm. too but um and then our wonderful producer sprinty legs you can go check her out at sprinty legs on twitch and twitter legs on youtube and definitely check out the project website www.sprintylegs.com there you can see the Game Boy database that uh, we have started building out for Game Boy manuals and scans and all sorts of other um, retro archiving, mm-hmm. uh, more specifically towards the Game Boy. Which, by the way, legs, I know you're going to listen to this, except my goddamn <laughs> manual scans already. <laughs> There's only like 42 waiting for you. <laughs> um, oh boy. And I know we don't have them because I tried to look them up for people. Accept them. <laughs> uh, with the, we also have a Patreon, which we need to kind of revamp a little bit now that uh, things on our end have changed quite a bit. And uh, on the, end, only on the just, end of Patreon as well, because goals are, like, just gone. So, <laughs> I mean, we can't put a goal yeah. anymore anyway. So, yeah, we, we yeah. have to redo the entire thing. Yeah, Patreon revamped a bit of their stuff. And just purely just from time standard for uh, Mo and I, too, is just we can't. Uh, we, have, we just have to change some things around. Yeah, but... Um, if you are into the the Patreon stuff and don't want to support us in that way, uh, we do have a pay- you can be a patron of our Patreon, uh, which does give you uh, special access in our Discord and stuff as well. Uh, our Discord is separate than RGL's Discord, yes. um, so if you do if you do become a patron and be like, 
Why don't I have the Patriot tag on the RGL Discord? It's because yeah, it's a different. It's, it, it's not a part yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's that. It gives you access to uh, behind the scenes stuff, access to notes, bloopers. Um, I forgot what else it gives access to. Early access to Haunt Hunters, whatever mm-hmm. Mo and I actually have time to do Haunt Hunters, yeah. uh, which has been a while. So. Um, and then we have uh, we have merch. Yes. So we have a merch. We have a merch store that we need to put some more love into, but uh, we do have a merch store, uh, which is uh, merch dot this is I believe it. The, the URL is mm-hmm. where you can get a uh, fancy this is Game Boy T shirt, which uh, with a fancy this is Game Boy coffee cup. I think that's all we have up right now. He won't put up stickers because he thinks stickers are dumb. <laughs> and uh, I've been wanting stickers for like the last two years. So. <laughs> St- stickers someday. <laughs> when we get around to it. And then uh, we also have a, 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 a PayPal, right? PayPal? Yeah, PayPal. PayPal is um, a bit difficult because obviously we can't tie a lot of things into PayPal. So if, you know, subscriptions aren't your thing because subscriptions you can forget about and you just be like, you know what, I like that one episode of of, uh, Amazing Penguin. I want to give a little bit of support to it. Uh, Let us know. We want to thank you and uh, thank you for your support one way or another because, like I said, we can't tie that into Discord or anything else. So, Uh, obviously, money can be tight, especially nowadays with inflation and god knows what else happening in the world um listening to the podcast leaving a review is huge uh, especially when you leave the five-star reviews saying how awesome we are and how historically accurate we are when we talk about things and pretty much we just never lie on the podcast episode to begin with so i mean uh when you guys talk about that is great so always just leave a five-star review um if you're thinking for just round up to five, and uh, it'll be fine. <laughs> and, uh, those help us get pushed up on the podcast list. Uh, just, you know, just think of it as helping, you know, get get the Game Boy more well-known. Yeah. All right. That's, uh, that's, look at it this way. The more five-star reviews that we get, the more Grimace birthday games that we get. All right. That's, that's all true. I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> that is true. So... And uh, you can find all of this information on uh, thisisgameboy.com, which will take you to uh, short biographies of the three of us that uh, do this podcast, along with um, links to the SoundCloud, which this stuff gets uploaded to, the YouTube channel where the videos get uploaded to. Um, There's an RSS feed where you can find it on, like, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh whatever other podcast platforms out there in the world there's so many to keep track of but all those pull from the rss feed that uh we do offer to the public yes and i don't know if mo or legs have been doing it but i have broken out our podcasts into playlists by year so and the podcast and the playlist albums are hilariously labeled (laughs) Based off of what happened that year, so there is a pandemic playlist. Um, <laughs> I haven't done when that we were doing episodes. What? Oh my god! 
So there is a pandemic playlist that is labeled such as I forgot what I called it, but it's it's pretty good uh, for all the episodes that we did during the 2020 pandemic. So, um, so clearly I'm the only one that takes care of the playlist. Apparently, so maybe I'll have to log in today and figure that out. Yeah, I think I, th- uh, I think it's called the spread of retro. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> that sounds about what I would call it. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, you can find all that stuff on uh, thisisgameboy.com. Uh, we definitely need to revamp this site a little bit, but the information is there and usable. I don't know if the widget still works or not for SoundCloud, but you used to be able to listen to the most recent episode on the uh, on the uh, website itself yeah. as well too, but I don't know if that widget's working or not anymore. So. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. So, uh, I don't uh, know. it's fine. I don't know either. <laughs> uh, also, something else to talk about before we do the uh, final closing. Uh, so, Game Boy Jam uh, ended kind of when I was at GDQ, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended ended a few weeks ago. And uh, Tronimal, uh, one of our listeners and friends, we uh, has asked us to uh, talk about the Game Boy Jam, kind of you know, market it, you know, check out some of the games. So, um, over now, obviously, but uh, definitely check out the uh, the Game Boy Game Boy Jam submissions here. Let me pull up the link. I ha- I have that link actually handy because he gave it to yes. me. Um, yeah, I have it on my laptop, I don't know if he, but I, I'm not on my laptop right now. So I was gonna say I don't know if he DM'd you, but he definitely gave it to me. So, um, now Game Boy Showdown 2023. There were 85 entries submitted between May 13th and May 20th. 2,270 ratings were given to 83 entries. Yeah. Between May 20th and May 27th, the average number of ratings per game was 26.7, and the median was 26. So if you're wanting to check out the results of the Game Boy Showdown, where the hell's my chat? Uh, You can check that out here at itch.io. Something cool before we go into all that, too. It was a lot of fun going through some of these games. I haven't played all... I haven't played the all that I wanted to play yet. I've definitely played my fair share of handful or my, 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 my fair share of these games already. It was a lot of fun going through some of these games and seeing very familiar developers that I've played games for mm-hmm. in the past. So like I was going down the list, I found games from, uh, uh, NYC who, who specializes in horror games and like neighbor and stuff like that. Those games are Super, super good. Um, so when I saw that that name was up there with uh, with a game called Friend of the Void, I was pretty, pretty stoked on seeing that. Then I seen um, there's a few others in here um, that I just noticed this on the fly. I was like, oh yeah, I've played their games before. Like they're whether they've been free or a couple bucks or whatever else, uh, I, I've played them before. And uh, they've always been really good games. So it's really awesome to see that they're still active uh, at itch.io or just any development in general. So 
uh definitely go check the, out the game boy game boy showdown uh 2023 results uh i believe i gave you the link to the overall uh winners and stuff mm-hmm. like that so um which kind of leads into the the final part of the outro uh, the Game Boy Jam did end, by the way, yep. your question yeah. in the notes. Um, <laughs> so uh, the next episode that we will do will be on, well, the Game the Game Boy Showdown of 2023 by uh, Tronimal. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> can't talk today, man. Mm-hmm. Um, by Tronimal. And uh, I don't know how we're going to format it yet because... 85 we're not gonna go over all 85 games i can tell you that true right now <laughs> um, i can tell you that right because i ain't gonna play 85 games a b i ain't gonna talk about 85 games and c i'll probably check out like a summary of the 85 games and i'll probably play like 10 to 15 of those 85 games maybe 20 mm-hmm. if i have the time yeah um absolutely but we'll see how we'll see how that format kind of rolls. Then maybe we'll do some like top ten or top five with some honorable mentions or something. We'll fi- we'll figure it out. But uh, we want a dedicated episode to the Game Boy Showdown as well too, since it is a very cool thing and it's a place where a lot of uh, homebrews kind of get found and developed, and developers you know get found as well too. So I definitely want to uh, put some put some love into that uh, that part of the community. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's it. That's why I put that question there, but you answered it. Like you DM'd me that it ended, and that we had uh, we yeah. would do an episode on it, but I didn't change it in the notes. Uh, oh yeah, that's gonna be fun. I've only checked out one game so far. That's all the time I had, but I'm definitely looking forward to playing some more of those. Oh, which which the, the which, first which one? Game? Like uh, what was it called? Oh, oh, what? Uh, oh, what friends, what friends are for? Uh, what are friends for? Yeah, that's the one I played. See, I haven't played that one oh, yet. Okay. I I. I've played two so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've pl- I played I played uh uh where the hell is it? I played River Sticks Roundup and I played uh Let's Be Friends. That, that one was actually pretty cute. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But uh yeah. So yeah, next time you hear from us, we'll be talking about the Game Boy Showdown. Hopefully, it'll be another live episode. This will be in July now. Yeah. Uh, I know we got a lot going on in July. Yeah, it's gonna so be hard. We'll see. Maybe I'll have to wake up early again mm. and be mad, and it's possible. <laughs> chug another energy drink just to get through it. <laughs> lose some internet again. Tether my phone into the computer to make sure we get through it all. You know how it is. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, that's I think that's that's all we got. That's uh, that's everything. Yep, we we did it. We got through a successful episode. It only took us two hours yep. with one inter- with one internet crash. Seems fine. Seems like it. I'll take it. Yeah, perfect. I'll take it. All right. Well, until next time. See y'all later. Bye bye, everyone.
Oh boy, I hope I made sense there because this was totally unscripted and it was just babbling out of my neck. Is that how you say it in English? Well, it is now. So. <laughs>